Um, it's good to be here this morning um, to see all of you and you're looking beautiful. And I took special notice of one person online this morning and I'm going to call that person out. <laughs> I mean, this person is glowing. I see the glow all over her. And that person is Anne. Yes, I saw it and I said it to my wife, I said, look at her, Anne, she's glowing, <laughs> you know, but you are, and that's good, and that's very good, but it's very good to see all of you this morning. And um, Thank you, Rev, thank you. You're welcome, and um, I just, I'm not going to be long, I promise you, because, um, but one thing I want you to do is that, uh, take notes, no matter how brief it is, take notes, and also, don't forget this message. This message is important. If you forget every message that I've ever preached, don't forget this one. That is the key, the major key that opens every door in heaven. It opens. The love of God empowers us to prosper. Father, I thank you that your love is so overpowering once we give ourselves to you 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 take us to places and and you do things in our life that will sh will just amaze us father once we totally give ourselves to you and so this morning as i give myself to you to preach your precious word to your precious people i ask that your holy spirit will take over and do an amazing job and open the hearts of your people so that they may totally understand what is being said to them mm. and they will implement it in their life and the changes will come. Father, I ask your forgiveness. If I've sinned, forgive me of all my sins. I ask in Jesus Christ's name, amen and amen. amen. The love of God empowers us to prosper. Now, this is a topic that, uh, you know, the Lord just led me to it, to, to look into it and to um, see the, how amazing it is. We really don't know what we need. We truly believe we need the things that we believe will make us happy. But when it comes down to the foundation, all we need is the love of God boiling in our hearts. All we need is the love of God boiling in our hearts. This great man, Solomon, one of the most powerful and richest king that ever lived. And this man, the scripture says, and Solomon loved the Lord. And Solomon loved the Lord. Write that down. That was the only credential he had. And that credential took him to heights of wealth and power. Never have never been seen again on the planet, this planet. Solomon loved the Lord. And in verse 13 of 1 Kings chapter 3, it says, the Lord says, and I will also give thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, 
so that there will there shall not be not there there shall not be any among the king unto thee all thy days because you love me I will not only give you the wisdom and the understanding that you ask for to direct my people, but I'll give you riches and honor and told. Lovers of God don't pray to prosper. Write that down. Lovers of God don't pray to prosper. Because you love me, I have given you a dimension of wealth that no other person can compare to you. Remember the scripture? When the Lord asks Peter, he says, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I do. And he came back again and said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I do. He came back a third time. Peter was annoyed. He said, do you love me, Peter? And he said, but Lord, you know all things. He says, if you love me, feed my sheep. God is not looking for theoretical love. He is looking for a practical love. He wants you to demonstrate it. If you love me, demonstrate it. God commits himself to prosper his lovers. He commits himself to prosper those who love him. Not, that, not those who go to church and lift their hand and praise, but those who demonstrate his love. There's a scripture that says, before they ask, I will answer. While they are praying, I will answer. It's Isaiah 65, verse 24. Who are they? What, 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 what are the day that he's speaking of? Those who love him. Those who love him and demonstrate it. Those are the people he's referring to. Every genuine lover of God has committed God to prosper him. Every genuine lover of God has committed God to prosper him. If you love him, demonstrate it. <laughs> there are people here today, even online right now as I speak. You may look at them and you say, you know, they're not seeing that they're going anywhere. They're not prospering. But if they continue to love God and the love of God grows in their heart, you will be amazed to see them a few years from now. And Solomon loved God. And God prospered him above all measure. The only credential he had was that he loved God. There are people who run after wealth. They're always chasing after wealth. But how do you chase after something that has wings? It's like chasing after a bird. You can't chase after wealth. 
The scripture says it takes wings and fly to heaven. What you have to chase after and labor after is the love of God in your heart. It must grow daily. It must be a lifestyle. <clears throat> the love of God must be a lifestyle. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 to 40, a Pharisee came to Jesus. He's a lawyer, attorney. And he said to Jesus, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus turned to him and said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with thy entire being. And the second is like unto it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And these two lies all the prophet, the law and the prophet. And these two principles. What is he saying? What is, it, what is Jesus saying? What he's saying is that the love for God and the love for your neighbor as yourself is the foundation for everything in life. The law and the prophet rest upon those two. Faith works by love. Everything works by love. So if you don't have the love of God in your heart and you don't demonstrate it, nothing works. Nothing works. The wealthiest man that ever lived, Solomon, he never asked for it. He never asked God was loving. He loved him way, he loved his way into it. He just loved the Lord. I am saying to you this morning, what am I saying to you this morning? What am I saying to me this morning? Is that we have to stop talking about God, loving God. We have to stop acting like we love God and truly demonstrate with our life that we love him. Amen, amen. You have to do that. It is priority number one. It is the, the, the largest key for the kingdom. It opens every door. The love of God that is boiling in your heart. Today, we, we fast and we pray for God's blessing and prosperity. But all Solomon did was love the Lord. And Solomon loved God. Solomon loved God. You don't have to fast and pray for it. If you love him, it will come. His blessing will come automatically because he has committed himself to bless those who love him. Mm. to bless those who love him don't forget it that's why we struggle so much in life and we are pitied by the world because the love of God is not being demonstrated in our lives 
Let's look at the wonders of his love. The wonders of his love. In 1 Corinthians 2.19, but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither as it entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. It's out of this world. You can't even imagine it. But it is not for those who goes to church, who praise God, and their heart is not in it. It is for those who love him. He can't be any clearer. He said it what he has prepared for those who love him. The love of God in our heart is vital, vitally important. Vitally important. And we miss it all the time. I told you a few weeks ago, I was praying and I stopped and I asked the Holy Spirit to speak to me. And he said, the souls of men are important, are priority. That was his exact words. The souls of men are priority, Dharma. Not what you think you need to make you happy. Just put me first and everything else you need will come. Demonstrate my love. This is the out of this world lifestyle. Every true lover of God is a living wonder. Every true lover of God is a living wonder. It is said that following the steps of giant that makes a giant. In Hebrew chapter 6 verse 12, it says, Don't be slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Look at those who have gone ahead of us, how they live their life, how they love the Lord, and follow their example. That's what it is saying. Follow their example. Let's look at the, the example of David, a man after God's own heart. He exemplified the love of God as a lifestyle. To David, the love of God was a lifestyle. Today is on and today is off. Tomorrow is off. No, it was a lifestyle. How did David display this love? He loved the word. If you love God, you're going to love his word. If you love God, you're going to love his word. He was a diehard lover of the word of God. In Psalms 119, oh how love, oh how I love thy law. It is my meditation all day. It is my meditation all day. David loved God and he demonstrated it. He realized how important the word of God was. So he meditated on it day and night. If you love God, you will love his word. If you don't love his word, you don't love him. Every true lover of God love his word. In Psalms 119, I'm going to make my wife read this song. Psalms 19, 7 through 10. Go ahead. Here you are, read it. 
Psalms 19, 7, verse 7 through 10. Good morning, everyone. The reading is taken from Psalm 19, verse 7 to 10. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, uh -huh. enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yes, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. And this is also a song. The law of the Lord continue, Reverend Bolton. Is Jesus inverting the soul? It is sweeter than the honeycomb. Mm -hmm. You have to eat it. Mm -hmm. You have to taste it. Mm -hmm. What does he mean by that? Look at Psalms 119 or 103. I'll read it for you. How sweet are your words to the taste of my mouth, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts, I receive understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. You not only hear his word, read his word, study his word, but you must eat it. What does that mean? You have to give your entire being to it. You have to give yourself totally to it. It's like preparing a meal, a delicious meal, and you put it on the table, but you never eat it. Is it of any benefit to you? It is when you eat it that it nourishes you. Mm. When God's word are eaten by us, it is displayed in our lives. It is displayed in our lives. Psalms 34 verse 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Oh, taste and see. David eat the word. David lived the word. That is where I want all of us to be. We, want, we need to get there. Where we give our life entirely to the word of God. Not just hear it and, and study it and meditate on it, but give our entire being to it. Amen. You can't eat the word without displaying it in your life. Feed on the word. When you feed on the word of God, it makes you ready for the battle that you must face in this present existence. It makes you ready to face the spiritual battle every day that you fight. That is why you have to feed on it. You must feed on it. Hmm. Scripture says, man must not live by bread alone. Remember that scripture? Man must not live by bread alone, 
but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Loving God also means loving what he loves. Loving what he loves. If you love him, you're going to love what he loves. And what he loves the most, number one priority, souls. Souls. He says, I wish for none to perish, but for all to come to eternal life. He loves the souls of men. That is the number one priority. So that has to be our number one priority. The great commandment. It has to be. <laughs> How much is it the priority of us? Is the priority to you? Do you seek to share the gospel wherever you go? Is it, is it truly a priority to you? Sharing the gospel of salvation is our normal one job. It's to be our normal job, one job every day. Remember, I told you it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And I'll give you this testimony, an awesome testimony. I went into T-Mobile um, a week ago. I had to change my phone. So I went online, got the phone, the phone came. So I decided to take it to T-Mobile to get them to, to, to hook it up and to transfer information from what, from my old phone to the new one. And I was in T-Mobile and the gentleman was helping me to trans do the, the transaction. And then he left to attend to another customer. Then all of a sudden this gentleman came over to me and he said to me, what do you think about that JBL um, speaker box? A little thing you can hook on your belt and the music from your phone can go to it, whatever. So I said to him, I don't know much about it, but it seems like something nice. He says, yes, I had one, but uh, somebody stole it. And uh, I didn't have enough money to buy this phone and to buy Wait. So I said to him, don't worry about it because, you know, life does not consist of the abundance of things that we, we gather, but it's about finding your purpose in life and fulfilling it before you die. Then at that point, he said to me, my, my father just died two weeks ago. And I said to him, was he a Christian? He, he took a long time to answer that question. So I, I have my doubts. Then he said to me, tell me more about purpose. So I started talking to him about it. And I spoke to him in T-Mobile for around 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And at the end of the conversation, I said to him, do you want to accept Jesus right now as your savior? And he looked at me and he says, yes, I want to do it now. I said, hold my hand. And he held my hand. And he made a confession. And you know, as I did it, I see people looking and the staff looking at me. I didn't pay any mind. I just went further and went on with what I was doing. And I got his soul to come back to Jesus. 
And when I'm finished, of course, you know, he started crying and he started crying. And he said to me, I'm going home and I'm going to tell my mom about this experience. If you love him, you will love what he loves. It is all about souls for him. There are many dying and they don't know him. They perish every day. So he's looking for willing vessel who loves him, who he can use to reach those who are perishing. He can use you anywhere. The supermarket, the bus, the train, everywhere he wants to use you but he wants you to be aware of his presence and what your purpose is yes he will use you such day i went to work and i'm at work i got there first and i sat down and all of a sudden this gentleman came to the door and like he, he was riding a city bike the city bike and he was like, he wanted to come in, but the door is locked because it's not time to open. And he came up and I saw, open the door and I said, what, what's, what's the problem? He says, Jesus sent me to you. I said, Jesus sent it to me. He said, yes. I said, what's the message? He said to me, I am, I am depressed and I need you to talk to me. He's depressed and he needs me to talk to him. So I went out on the sidewalk and I started talking to him and he started telling me how much he loves the Lord and all of that and I listened to him and, and we spoke and I told him about the gospel and then after that I said let me pray with you now because I have to go back and have some job to do and he says okay and I prayed with him when I finished praying he says okay I'm fine now I am no longer depressed and he jumped on his bike and he rode out there are things in life you'll never understand why they happen. Not in this life, you'll never understand it. But the moment he mentioned God and said, God sent me to you, I said, I have to hear this message. He will send people to you if you're truly a vessel that he can use. The eyes of the Lord roam throughout the earth, seeking those whose heart is set towards him. It is his vessel, us, that he uses. That's why he gave us the Great Commission. Look for the opportunity to present his word to the people around you. Yeah. Anywhere he takes you, there are opportunities mm -hmm. to share that word, to save some, someone's soul from perishing. Don't, don't, don't pray about your needs, your wants. No, no. Just focus on what he loves. Just focus on loving him. And when he taught me that principle, I said, Lord, thank you. Thank you for showing me that principle. Hmm. And I knew it, but I didn't know to the depth to which you took me. He said, just love me. Just love me with all your heart. And seek to do my will. And I'll take care of everything for you. Hallelujah. And he said it in his word. Mm. But when we repeat these scriptures like a cliche, 
He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that the Gentiles run after and people run after and get heart attack and stroke, I will give to you. Just love me. Just love me. I remember a few months ago, my sister called me from North Carolina and she said, Donald, I have to share this with you. I said, what? She said, I was praying and the Lord said to me that my people don't love me as they should. Mm. They come to church and they feel good about it, but they don't demonstrate my love. Mm. She said she was so frightened when the Lord said it to her. She said, they don't love me. They love things. We have to check ourselves. We have to take inventory. Do I love him? Or do I show it? Or do I demonstrate it? Do I, do I seek to do the things he wants me to do? That he commands me to do? Mm. Or, or do I demonstrate it? This is what he's saying to every person online this morning. I want you to love me and I want you to demonstrate it. And Solomon loved the Lord. And he was taken to a different level of dementia, different level, all because he loved the Lord. And you know how Solomon ended. Oh, he turned. And once he turned and made that turn and started worshiping false God, what happened? Love the Lord. Love him and demonstrate it. Every day of your life, it has to be a lifestyle. You must seek to demonstrate his love to the people around you. Those who hate you, those who just don't like you for whatever reason, you have to demonstrate his love to them. You have to forgive them. That is how you demonstrate his love. He's looking for it. He searches the heart of men. And he knows your heart. You can fool everybody around you, but you can't fool him. If you love him, he will know. He will know. And people around you will know because it will be displayed in your life. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying to you this morning, let's get serious. Let's get serious about loving the Lord. Let's get serious about demonstrating our love for him. And not just talk, but demonstrate it. And look and see how your life will blossom like a rose. Yes, it will. And I'm going to close. I think I've said it. As I said to you at the initial state, don't forget this message. It is the key. The kingdom of God operates on keys. He says to Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. That is one of the major keys to the kingdom. Loving God with all your heart. That's what he said to the Pharisee that asked him, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Love the Lord with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. It is a foundation for everything in your life. Loving God. Loving God. Hmm. 
And with that, I'm going to close. I'm going to pray. I'm going to make you go and meditate on what you heard. Because it's going to change your life if you implement it. If you implement it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the powerful, awesome, wonderful, beautiful word that you gave me to share with your people. Lord, help me daily to demonstrate it in my life. Help me, Lord God. I don't want to preach it without demonstrating it, Father. Yes, it has to be demonstrated. So I ask that every person online this morning will take this message seriously and that they will implement it in their life and you will let them see and know how much you love them. Lord, help us to be like Solomon who loved you. Who loved you, Lord. Be with us now throughout this week. Help us to be aware of our environment and the people around us and be quick to share the gospel of salvation to those who are perishing. Lord, Lord, you said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Help us to be harvesters. Help us to harvest those who are perishing, Father, so that they too we will be saved. I thank you for using me. I thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I come to you. Amen and amen.